The Ask a CEO Show is brought to you by Lorraine Gregory Communications, an award-winning agency telling personal and brand stories for more than 30 years. From strategy to production and execution, they are a true full-service agency. Check them out today at LorraineGregory.com. Welcome, everyone, to the Ask a CEO Show. Ask a CEO interviews bring us inside the corner office and C-suite for discussions with top executives about their journey to leadership and the reality of running their companies today. Our host, Greg Demetrio, is the CEO of Lorraine Gregory Communications, an award-winning integrated marketing company. He is also the founder of gregscorneroffice.com, the home of the Ask a CEO interviews. Greg has been in the business for over 30 years. He is a resource to the media, an invited columnist and speaker on marketing and business topics. Over the years, Greg has talked to hundreds of CEOs and executives about what it took to make it to the corner office and what it is really like being the leader of their companies. And now he brings those conversations to you. Here's Greg now. Welcome everybody to Ask a CEO. I'm Greg Demetrio, the CEO of Lorraine Gregory Communications, which is an award-winning integrated marketing company here in New York. Today, we have Patrick Sherwin, the CEO and founder of GoSun, coming to us from Cincinnati, Ohio. GoSun invents, designs, and produces solar technology devices that change the way people think about harnessing the power of the sun. I'll let Patrick tell you about some of the inventions he's come up with and how they came to be. But before we get into it, perhaps you could tell the audience about yourself, your journey uh, to become a successful entrepreneur. Thanks, Greg. Yeah, I've always been interested in uh, renewable energy, trying to help figure out how it can power our lives. Um, Early on, uh, I guess I was an entrepreneur real young. I was working with um, the neighborhood kids to help restore the creek in the backyard. And one of the neighbor... uh, teenagers dumped oil from the from their car into into the creek and it kind of ruined the 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 aquatic environment that i had created that turned me into an environmentalist uh, and and more of an engineer inventor tinkerer uh, at heart i just went into the solar industry trying to come up with innovations that would um, be applicable on a daily basis instead of a solar array on a rooftop which i did that for about 15 years um, I wanted to come up with solutions you could carry around uh, to make life more fun and resilient. So I started GoSun about six years ago. Uh, I looked at uh, crowdfunding. Uh, I went to Kickstarter and Indiegogo with a couple of innovations, and uh, the business kind of took off. So you got the funding from online. Yeah, and we're, we're actually doing now um, equity crowdfunding runs, too. Uh, we used a website called Seed Invest in New York and another one called Start Engine in L.A. Uh, on two separate equity fundraisers. Cool. Could you tell us what type of devices did you actually come up with? The first one is a, a breakthrough oven that is fuel-free, uh, and it runs on a vacuum-insulated tube that I, I took technology from solar heating, uh, and so it's super duper insulated uh, because of the vacuum and uh, food can be made in like in like 20 minutes using nothing but sunshine. It works year round. It'll work through cloudy conditions. It's totally portable, durable, safe to touch. Yeah. Um, we started that um, uh, with a, a version that was about two, it could feed about two people at a time. Uh, we have a version that feeds a family of six that's also mm-hmm. running on 12 volts. So if the sun is not out, you can cook at night or indoors. And then we have a real small personal 
uh, version that's uh, that's great for just taking to a beach or backpack. Um, we also make um, solar powered coolers. So we we took a portable 12 volt refrigerator and modified that to run on solar and lithium ion. And uh, so that's a really neat way to to basically relate to keeping cold drinks and food without ice. So now you don't have to have the ice pulverizing the food and that, you know, stirring up that stinky hot dog juice smell. Uh, you could just have uh, a flip of a switch and set temperatures wherever you want. Um, and the, the food stays dry and organized. I saw that I saw that on your website. And you know what the first thing came to my mind? No more soggy sandwiches with sand in them. That was a, that's such a great invention, really. You know, you know, I'm sure it's a good seller because I'm going to get one myself. We're you know. doing well with that. And uh, the other part of that is the sanitation. You know, you're you're washing your hand every time you go into a cooler full of, of watery ice. Yeah. Uh, and then during COVID, it's not as fun to let no. them stick their hand in there. So. No, absolutely not. So you're covering two bases with one, right? So, so listen, you did this whole off the grid thing. Is that where the ideas came up for these products that you're putting out now? Yeah, yeah. You were mentioning I, I lived down in the Caribbean for many years. Um, that was a, a very big experiment in um, realizing the power of the sun and also all of its limitations, uh, the, the cost and difficulty of of living on solar. Um, and and so uh, yeah, a huge source of inspiration. Um, and everything we build is is essentially capable of off grid, but then it integrates also with twelve volt or AC power. So you can charge the batteries with the wall socket. All right. So these are pretty interesting and unique uh, products that you have. Tell me the process from idea to beta to production to mature to selling. It's got to be interesting. Oh, that's for sure. And, you know, it's funny you mentioned the word process. We're absolutely trying to develop a process and we have one, but I'll say it's a it's a bit messy. And I, I sort of I make sure everyone knows, in, in my opinion of innovation at the scale of a small business that we're a part of, innovation's messy. Um, ideas come from everywhere at any time. In during the process, you know, you have an idea at the, the last second, you've already tooled up and you realize this new idea is way better, and now you have to go and retool. Um, so we we struggle to stick to a very strict process. Um, and at the same time, um, uh, we use a lot of uh, training from IDEO, which is essentially, you know, IDEA and do a bunch more of ideation. You know, what are all the features and bennies that can be a part of this? And then, you know, quickly build a prototype. You know, don't show up to a meeting without a prototype. Um, test that. Uh, get a lot of peer reviews. Test it, test it, refine it. Go back to the peer reviewing and refining. Um, we have several 3D printers in, in uh, the office. We have uh, a whole Arduino laboratory. Um, we, we bring in samples from, you know, other products that we break apart and plug in. Right. And it's, it's a hoot. And, then, um, and then, we, then we go into like a Kickstarter or um, an Indiegogo. We'll sort of develop a commercial and say, hey, you know, this is the product. We're about to build it. You can see the prototypes working. These are the promises that this will deliver. You can buy it today at 40% off. Just give us a few months to deliver, to manufacture, and go into production. And then that becomes like our test market for that have you Have you utilized that before? Any other we've products? Done, we've done nine successful crowdfund campaigns now. 
Nice. So pretty much everything we, every idea we have, we basically go to the crowd to have uh, crowd validation. So back to what you were just saying, are you the chief idea officer? Yeah, uh, th there's more people than myself coming up with ideas at this stage. So originally, you know, uh, but it's, it's great to see that ideas are coming from, and we try to build our, our business as laterally as possible so that ideas can come from anywhere, including our customers. So tell me about the team. Tell me about the team that you've developed around yourself. So a uh, lot of design uh, and marketing um, uh, industrial designers here in Cincinnati has a great school for design, uh, DAP, and uh, the industrial design program is kind of the main one where we pick um, most of our staff. They can do anything, um, you know, whether that's uh, a two-dimensional graphic or 3D model, um, build it by hand, um, even some sales. Mm -hmm. um, then, you know, then of course, uh, a bunch of uh, the, the standards that, that any good, hard, good business would have with respect to fulfillment, customer support. Um, we do have a full-time engineer on staff. Um, he's always, you know, that's a funny part of our process. <laughs> the, you know, if I'm the idea guy, which, yeah, to a large extent, you know, I'm always working through ideas. And so, you know, the engineer and I tend to butt heads a lot because he says, you can't do it. You can't way. do that. I was going to I was going to say that he's like, oh, you can't do that, man, <laughs> which is really healthy. And, and, you know, of course, there's friction there, but we need to we need to know that and to hear that, right. especially early on. If an idea is not possible, it's good to shoot it down. Move it down. Right. So, OK, so you came up with a viable product. You're going to take it to market. What did you do in terms of your marketing? Greg, we're breaking up a ton, and I actually didn't hear your question uh, this okay. time around. So unfortunately, right. I'll, do it I'll, I'll do it again. I'll do it again. So you came up with a viable product. How did you take it to market? Well, it was actually Kickstarter uh, originally. Uh, I, I came up with a prototype. I had about a thousand people on an email list of uh, basically you know colleagues that I've worked with over about ten years in the business of solar installations, mm -hmm. and um, I put it up on my best effort of a commercial. I said, you know, look, uh, this may or may not work, um, but I take it straight, straight to customers at a great price point. And we'll see what happens. And, and at the time, I was a freelance consultant doing a bunch of design work on solar installations and projects. And all my clients knew that I was doing this. So as soon as it took off, I basically told them I was going to go full time into, into GoSun right. and um, started to build the business and the audience and, uh, of course, build the product. Uh, and so we use a similar cycle now where we'll come up with an innovation, put it up on a Kickstarter or an Indiegogo. And um, and build our best marketing argument with respect to features and benefits, and and uh, you know having tested the product and known exactly how it works, and we'll go and we'll see how people how people absorb that at that price point. Is there is there a potential uh, client profile, customer profile that you shoot at? You know that's a great question. Um, we that's the million dollar question for Gosan. You know who is our customer? Yeah, uh, it's still the the big eluding million dollar question. Um, we we see that you know it's an early adopter base on um, on the beginning first five years or so, but now we're moving towards mainstream customer base, and uh, we we do a broad spectrum, and we like to keep our spectrum as broad as possible from um, 
it's kind of the low lifestyle of health and sustainability, you know, your, your Prius or Tesla driver to, you know, sort of a rugged uh, prepper that, you know, that needs, needs to have something for their emergency bug out. So, you know, we don't, we don't alienate anywhere along that, that continuum. Um, we're probably more in the 40 or 50 something than we are in the 20 or 30 something category of, mm. of our customer base, but it's very male and female and, and really? all over the nation. That kind of that kind of increases your reach, so that's not a bad thing, right? right? I mean, some people want to be specialists and pinpoint themselves, but I think you've got the right idea with your product. It touches so many different demographics, really. So that's really a good, solid way to go. It's a conundrum, you know, from a marketing perspective. It makes it really difficult. It's probably very helpful if you know exactly who your customer is and you can point all your efforts in that. I would be ve- I would be very busy if you were a client, quite frankly. <laughs> we would be all over. Anyhow, so so listen, uh, in reading some of the background information on your company, I see that you guys are really top socially conscious and philanthropic. Can you tell me something about that, please? Yeah. Ever since day one, you know, I, I wanted to to do as much as we could to break the cycle of poverty amongst there's three billion people in the world still living um, with with cook, cooking over wood and charcoal every single day. Uh, they do that indoors, and it leads to unbelievable health issues. Um, the Global Alliance for Clean Cooking is um, a nonprofit the UN Foundation put together that's really trying to address that exercise, uh, that issue. And we are one of the first solar uh, manufacturers that they've kind of um, supported. Uh, we're doing work in a lot of developing countries um, where it's basically humanitarian work, um, just trying to create a sustainable enterprise, uh, first starting with education to help develop a demand uh, and getting super low cost versions of our stoves into the hands of uh, bottom of the pyramid. That's wonderful. That's really great. I'm sure that's that and water, cooking and water are two main concerns in that 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 part of the world. So I, I, just applaud, you, I applaud you for doing that. Yeah, water. we just launched a water purification. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. wonderful! Tell me about it. That's up on Indiegogo right now. It's called the Go Sun Flow, and it's a, a water purifier that runs um, instead of having to pump it by hand. Uh, it's sort of like a, a backpack or small light version. We actually pump it with a small USB powered pump, and it comes with a little lithium ion power bank that you can uh, charge with the sun. And then we turned it into a sink and a shower as well. So uh, now, you know, if you're at, while you're at camp, uh, you got your fresh water and you can have a place to wash up, stay sanitized in the shower. Amazing. You have a fertile brain, young man. Okay. Fertile, fertile. So listen, so I'm sure along the way, you've had a lot of ups and downs, right? Everybody does. Tell me about those. Pick the best and the worst. Oh, boy. You know, my, my highest points are probably uh, that that phase right after a big creative burst and you're getting ready or you launch a Kickstarter or a um, Indiegogo. Uh, it's always so exciting to see, you know, a baby being birthed, uh, an innovation of sorts going out into the market. And so um, I think even just about a year ago, we launched a big product, which, which was our solar cooler. And it was the moment of truth for the business, you know, we were basically pivoting to be much more than just a stove and a solar charging and lighting company, but actually get into whole new markets of cooling. And um, that went really well. And the first day, I think we raised something like $150,000 in one day. 
on a new product launch. And that was kind of the moment of, of, of reward. You know, it's, it's rare when you're, when you're busting your tail that you sit back and really accept the gifts that, uh, that, you know, good work provides. And, uh, and that was, that was a high point for sure. That's very cool. Looking for many more and, you know, low points. I, um, we had a situation, um, about as many years ago where we we were really dependent on a new product and a new supplier and we were two-thirds of the way or almost three-quarters of the way through a contract of um, of building a lot of, of 2,000 units and the supplier said you know this thing's now two times more expensive That's than our contract says and so they pulled the the blinders or pulled the rug out from underneath us and hit us and we were super um we were having a hard time with cash flow early on there and it was a breaking point. And so um, we had to figure out really quickly uh, what to do to, you know, to fill this gap and to keep our customers happy. And, um, and so, you know, it, it definitely, it, the business has taken everything I could possibly put together with respect to resources, time and energy. That's why I love my job. I get to meet people like yourself who know that, you know, from the ground up, from down in the basement to the top to the CEO's office and every floor and every chair in between. I just love it. I love to talk to you guys. It's great. So what gets you up and going every day? You know, it's new ideas. Um, it, it's We do still stick to the idea that our future is going to be solar powered and, and we are building that future. Um, it, it's coming together. You know, GoSun has now built a way without using any fuel. We have a way to cook, to cool, to charge, to light. Uh, power to produce water, a sink, and a shower. And that's a pretty sweet little campsite or backyard Very setup. Nice. Um, we're, we're working on other ideas, like we're working on solar cooling. We're actually, we're actually building a solar tiny house right now. So we're putting all of that under one roof. Is that right? Uh, and Very so the, cool. you know, the opportunity to keep innovating is really, for me, what, what I thrive on. Uh, so, all right, you've received advice from many different sources over time, just like all of us. Well, pick one. What was the best one you think you ever received piece of advice? Yeah, I think it's something around, um, uh, you know, nothing ventured, nothing gained. Uh, I think you have to just, you know, I, I, th I think it's, you, you can't be afraid of making mistakes. Make good mistakes. Make good, you know, have, have really great, rich, thick, healthy failures that you can learn from. <laughs> excellent. Don't try excellent, to fail. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> so you turn failure into a learning experience, right? Oh, as, difficult as, that, as difficult as that is at the time, you're going to learn something right. out of it. Yeah, and, and then in that frustration is where the learning and the growth and development is happening. So... Well, you know, yeah. generally nothing is nothing perfect. It happens without difficulty, and and uh, you know that that frustration is all part of it. And I think that's where where a lot of the good stuff comes. So I always ask my guests to leave a parting word of advice to their fellow CEOs and the people who are trying to get to the C-suite. Would you care to do that? Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm not a typical CEO, so. Oh, Maybe a lot of CEOs would say that. Um, so I haven't been scrapping for this position much of my career. Um, I have um, just found myself here. So in the way I found myself here was doing what I love. Uh, 
And so for me, I think it's do what you love and make sure what you're doing is coming from your heart. Cause I think that's where the best work's going to be for, for you. Um, and, and I think that's a funny, you know, most of us stay in our mind and that's where I think, you know, too much coffee and, and too much money mind, you know, um, if you can, if you can settle a little lower and make sure that the center of your efforts is coming from your heart, you're probably going to find a really groovy space with balance with a great yeah. team and, you know, there'll be success. Maybe the success isn't as financially, uh, you know, it's not seven figure success, but you'll probably have a much richer life. Well, then isn't the saying do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. It's true. Right. Right. You know, and, and, you know, make make it your life's work, you know, instead of separating work from from daily from your home life. You know, I kind of just blend it all and just try to be fully, you know, uh, engaged in every side of it at all times. And um, so it makes it a little harder to rest a little bit, just a little bit. But it, you know what? I, you know, this is my second or third or fourth career, whatever it is. And I love it. I just absolutely love what I do. And it's not like work. I look forward to getting here every day and trying to figure out new stuff. So I really appreciate that comment. It's just, let's do what we love and it's going to turn out okay. You can only be responsible for the effort. The result is going to take care of itself, right? That's great advice. Yeah. So, so Patrick, I just want to thank you very, very much to be for being with me today. But I'd like you to tell the audience how they can get in touch with you and where they could find the Ghost Sun products. Yeah, you're uh, going to find GoSun at gosun.co online. And I'm always happy to field questions. And I love mentoring and, and whatnot. Uh, my email is patrick at gosun.co. And, um, you know, like that new product is the, on Indiegogo. It's called the GoSun Flow. If, uh, if this is out in July, you might want to check that out. Terrific. Well, thank you so much, Patrick. I really appreciate it. Stay Bye well. Guys, Go put, go put the solar panels back on your van, all right? That's right. Take care now. Bye-bye. See you. That's a wrap on another Ask a CEO interview. We hope you enjoyed the talk. We'd love to hear from you. Visit gregscorneroffice.com, click the Ask a CEO tab, search your favorite listening app, or view on YouTube. Click the subscribe button. And don't forget to like and follow us on Facebook. Until next time, goodbye from Ask a CEO.